People are here to talk about David Bowie. We have not mentioned. And. The Bowie in the room. His co-star. Who's his, uh, Jennifer Connelly? His giant penis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to warn you about this one, Keith. What are you going to warn me you about? You better, you better play nice. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people coming for you. Oh. There's... Are you ready? Is everybody ready for this shit show? <laughs> We're talking about the labyrinth. Just labyrinth. You're the, all ready. It's the... strike one. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> Where do you want to start? I want to start with the fact that you've never seen this movie before. I've never seen this movie before. Until now. Yes. Watch it as a 39-year-old adult. In the year 2022. 2022. As one should. <laughs> as, as it was intended, <laughs> as it was intended. To, to be seen. Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. I bet you think you know what I'm going to say. We, and we've been synced up. I feel like I've said a lot over these last few episodes that we've recorded. And you're like, I knew you were going to say that. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> but, right? That That's sounds, me. That's that me. sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's my hot take. I absolutely adored this film. Wow. And I bet you didn't think I was going to say it. Did not. I have, I, since I've seen it, and I've seen it maybe a week ago, I, I, I think about it like once a day. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, it just, it like pops into my mind. I sing that, uh, that uh, dance, baby, dance, dance. Yeah, dance magic. Da yeah, dance, dance magic, magic dance. dance. I sing magic. that song all the time. Like, it just, that Great melody song. just catches in yeah. my head. Uh, I, I think there are so many fun things about this movie that I want to talk about. I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was blown away with how much I did enjoy it. Is it perfect? Unfortunately, it is not. But for what it is, and I think for the intent of it, it's nearly perfect. Yeah. It's nearly perfect. As like a kid's fantasy film. Yeah. It's pretty with perfect. You know, puppets in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's pretty close to perfect. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So that's my hot take. That's, that's surprising. That's surprising. Uh, you thought I was going to hate it. I mean, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I guess there was like some cool stuff. Like the way you are about most good <laughs> yeah. old movies. Well, so. Willow, like I feel like you compared it to Willow. Yeah, yeah. This was like... Because Willow is not great. And I liked Willow as a kid, as an adult. Yeah. Not great. Willow, it's funny. It's a great segue. <laughs> Let's talk about Willow. <laughs> no, but like, because to me, Willow and Labyrinth are never... I've never had one without the other. Because those you were like... You them just back to back. Those were our, you know, our two family VHSs, I'd say, like my immediate family. So we watched it all the time. Like so many people, I'm sure, in our age range. I don't know. It's like hundreds of times. Like I've just seen Labyrinth. It was just always on. We just always had Labyrinth on. We always had Willow on. So I have such a long history with this. It's like my earliest, some of my earliest film memories are Labyrinth. And so I think it's, it, it gives me a funny framing because I remember that my sister loved it. And I think I thought that because the girl was a protagonist, that it's a girl's movie. Mm. And so like, I was like four. And uh, so most men think about it now. I, think. <laughs> I, was, I was four and a, a raging chauvinist. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm not watching. We this knew shit. it. We knew it from the beginning. <laughs> no, but like, so I always like, I, I like, there was a part of me in my little infant brain that wanted to keep it at an arm's length and be like, that's your thing. I don't even like that. That's girly, but then I loved it. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, I loved yeah. everything about that yeah. movie. And so it's, it's super fun to rewatch and it's just so, uh, it's just so unique and yeah. original and filled with the magic of Jim Henson, who who I think is a real life hero. Like I really do. Yeah. I, I'm a huge Jim Henson guy, huge Jim Henson kid. Uh, read his uh, most recent biography like a, a year or two ago, and it just reinforced 
all of like the mat. Like this guy was just like one of the most inspired geniuses oh, of, yeah. of our of the last 150 yeah. years. Like, Almost doesn't get the credit he deserves, and he does get credit, but he yeah. still kind of feels the people like no, no. Yeah, but I think I don't. I don't know that like your wide ranging average person. I'm, I'm saying people, these idiots down there. Like I don't mean it like that. I mean you know like general audiences that don't pay attention to pop culture or film history or just whatever it is. Like oh yeah, you think I come up with Sesame Street? Cool, but like Jim Henson. It's bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. He was really and, like, culturally a bigger impact and so well intentioned too. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like everyone has their imperfections, but like. He really, really cared about like making the world a better place. Yeah. And really want like was just like wanted to try everything and do everything. And no, I think Jim Henson, like for all intents and purposes, was just like a wonderful man. Yeah. And was so original and trailblazing. And that to me is the number one thing that makes this film age so well and and have such an impact on a whole generation of people where that they're introducing it to their children. You know, I know people who Chef shown their young kid. It just it's it's a family thing now. It's yeah. a generational thing. Originality, I think, is the key word. When I, when I think about this film, and I think about Jim Henson, and I think about that that time in in filmmaking, it it, it felt so refreshing to watch it now with today's lens of the recycled IP. Mm-hmm. And and the first thing I thought of was, oh, this is like a book, right? Like this is a this is a book or an old fairy tale. And to my knowledge, it's not. I, lo- I looked. I could not find mm. a source material for this. It's all original. It's all original. I was like, that's that just on its own is just awesome. It's awesome because it's so creative and so out of the box and so different and yet so simple. Like, it just works. It just really works. And I, I just, like, I have a lust for that type of, that type of chances in filmmaking today that we will never have again. Like we will never have, in my opinion, people Here's taking open. these kind of quote unquote risks. And also just from the research that I did afterwards, another reason why you won't have people taking those risks is that this movie was not su- successful when it first came out. It has slowly developed this cult following that I, again, I learned post yeah. watching the film. Jim Henson was really bummed that it didn't do well because I, I read something that he said, this was the recipe for success. Yeah. Musical, he, he, he comedy. He put a lot of himself into this. Guest star, David Bowie, huge star, like great music, like all of it's there. This is going to work, guys. Yeah. And it didn't right out of the gate. Yeah. And that was a big hit for him. Yes. In the, in the biography, I remember being really sad and reading yeah. that like it really took its toll on him. And you don't want to say like contributed to his death a few years later, but like it contributed greatly to the stress in his life yeah. that might have potentially contributed to his death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Premature tragic death when he was just 52 or whatever in 1990. Yeah, we were robbed of another 30 years yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of really amazing stuff. Um, so yeah, it is, it's, it's all that, that stuff is true. I think it, it, the, it is an original story. I think it draws a lot of inspiration from existing things like sure. the, I, I notice now more watching as an adult like oh this is like Wizard of Oz like there, there are a lot of things and well, they, it acknowledges that again there's like it's fine to yeah. o- homage to pay an totally. homage or to reference or to just have an inspiration from like that's yeah. great even even the the beginning shot of all those like fairy tales in the beginning when they go when you come into Jennifer Connelly's room yeah yeah and like, she you, has like all that we're stuff. setting the tone yeah. of here that this is the world this is kind of the things that but that's well in my opinion that's the fine line of being well executed well done Versus just ripping off yeah, and being hacky about it. Yeah. There's a difference. Absolutely. It's not just the the ideas and the originality of, 
of all of the world and, and the characters and all that stuff. And that's all amazing. But like the practical, let's go. I'm like, yeah. Um, and I and I want to rewatching this again recently. It made me want to go like like I wanted to make sure I said this is 1985 that this film is made, released in '86. Yeah. Released in '86. Most of the special effects in this movie look better than most of the special effects you see in even the best stuff today. Yeah. Um, l- let's take a look at Huggle. And let's take a look at the Patton Oswalt troll yeah. from the end of the turtles. That's <laughs> so fair. Yeah. And tell me that we're, it's 40 years, 40 years of progress that we should have made. That, that hurts me. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be funny. Like that hurts me. Like we should be Huggle plus 40 years. Like what an amazing, yeah. real, there's a reason why these characters resonate. Ludo, Ludo is an inc- yeah. incredible, yeah. incredibly expressive. Can can look scared, can smile, can look hopeful, can look, and now it would all be computer, and it, it would go in one ear and out the other, and you'd never think about it again. Yeah. And it's because they're real, and you can see they're real because they're there. That that does something, especially to a child. Like a child can tell. It makes me mad. It makes me sad. And we, you, not we. I didn't do it. You should be better. You <laughs> filmmakers today that we rip on. Like, well, no, audiences should be better. I blame audiences just as much as I blame filmmakers. Not just as much. It, I, I do. I blame. I think there's equal parts because if they, if they, if there was a revolt, if the if the people speak louder than the filmmakers, they follow trends. The audiences create trends. So if if there was a, if there was a more focus from the audience side of things. Then they would follow suit. Filmmaking would follow suit, but well, no, but like one if, feeds if the you're, other. If you're a great artist, which I would imagine any of these like high-end filmmakers or high-profile filmmakers would consider themselves, like you can be the trendsetter. Like don't just don't just be reactive. Like have some fucking standards. You know, like that that that's what I would say. Like I and I know you know like it's easy for me to say from of over course, here. Of course. Like well, if it was me. And when I get in there, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, you have no idea. You have no yeah. idea. The, the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, totally. But like. Yes, would it help if audiences gave a shit to? It's, but it's not up to the, like, audiences are, are there to see your work. So you need to make the best work you can. You need to care. Like, if you're just like, well, who cares? Audiences go see this shit anyways. Like, it, that's you. That's your fault. I blame you more. You're, you're, you, you are in control. I am, I, I, you have slowly convinced me that I, that I would rather practical, more practical effects than, than less. You have slowly convinced me, because I was more in the beginning of, of this argument, uh, more on the side of, like, I get it. I, I'll fall in line with general audiences because, like, we're just here to give me the references to, like, and if this is how movies are being made, like, I'll accept it. But then I go back and watch these types of movies, or movies that have more practical stuff, because that's all they Teenage have. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I go, man, this shit, this shit is better. This it's shit better. is better. It is better, and it's I, I really have come around better. to better. And that was always my it. point, was it's not just about like what I like, or it's not just about like, I like it the old school way. It's like, no, no, it, 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 is, it does something to your brain. Huggle, Ludo, all of it yes. is like... That, that is mu- very... It's magic. It's movie magic. It is. It is. That, is. that is the thing I wanted to talk about as well. One of the many things that are worth talking about in this film is midway through the, the, the film, or towards the end of the film, I had forgotten that these are puppets. Yeah. That's how good yes. they were. I literally was like, Keith, these are fucking puppets. There's people working these things. Like this is, and it's done so well 
I said, this must be the best puppetry yeah. I've ever seen. Like, it's so good. And you talk about expressive. These, these puppets are so expressive and create such emotion out of literally nothing. They it's, give better performances than Jennifer Connelly. They give really <laughs> good performances. It's, yeah. I, I, was blow, I was blown away. It's L Ludo? Yeah. I keep going. Yeah, like he, like yeah, he was he was great. Like he was he was great. Even the little fox. So it was a fox. The little like, yeah, yeah, Sir Didymus. Excuse us, thank you. They're all really good, and I just enjoyed the the vocal performances, and I enjoyed the physical performance. Yeah, I don't know how you quantify? Yeah, it. no, I thought that is, I thought that too. Just so like much with really with humble, especially where it's like there's a person in there that's doing acting. Like yes, the the face is all animatronic, and there's five people doing yeah, remote controls. But like, there's a person in there. A head doesn't just speak; it it moves while it speaks, and and the body has to have the right attitude, the right breathing, and the right you know stance, body position, and stuff like that. That's acting, like that, and yes. that's what makes it better than just like a a smooth computerized animation. Like no, there's some there's a performance happening. Yeah. Like, well, you, I guess you can make the argument for those at, at home who may be making the argument. That they have, that's what they have the mocap suits Oh, suit sometimes, for. sure. That it's, sometimes. That someone is an avatar, those people are acting. She's, yeah, she's like in there. Brolin doing, doing Thanos this. and stuff, yeah. like the really high-end stuff, yes. They're in there. For sure, for sure. But like, Patton Oswalt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's was not, yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, wasn't it was great. not in there. Yeah, the, the original She-Hulk trailer yeah. was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Brutal to look. It was like off-putting. Like I still, I stopped. I, I haven't watched that show, but the clips I've seen after the final version are not much not, better. Uh, yeah, it's not. The show is not worth watching. But outside of the, <laughs> yeah. the graphics, that's another great. Imagine if they that was a real person, like they did that with makeup and computer to aid it. Like, yeah, that, that's you, what it should be. Yeah, I mean, we like, talked oh, about that before. Like you really gonna? The computer should support. Like we sh we should use our technologies to support the things that exist. The real not stuff. create. Yeah, yeah. It should not be wholly reliant on, on creating entirely yeah. fake frames. Uh, we we digress. We just get that whole thing and put it at the end of this episode <laughs> because that, that's not what people hear. People are like, well, I talk about the labyrinth and then just talk about movie making. Well, for I'm talking about it because it's what it's what helps makes the labyrinth so great. People are here to talk about David Bowie. <laughs> we have not mentioned and the Bowie in the room. His co-star. Who's this guy? Uh, Jennifer Connelly? His giant penis. Oh, <laughs> his huge Mr. Bulge. I remember Is knowing that, what you that want to talk as about? a kid. Yeah, no, I've always made the joke like they should be credited separately. Because <laughs> I, I just think like this movie is such a wonderful trip of like I want to be in all the rooms where these conversations are happening, like where Jim Henson. Like and, and George Lucas, who was involved as a producer, yeah, well, I, like, yeah, when I saw well, we got to go find David Bowie. He's on world tour. Let's see if he wants to be in this kids movie with a bunch of puppets. And and he's like, yes, I'll do it. I just want a huge, massive bulge. And like, that's your big takeaway. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge it's a takeaway. Literally, big yeah, takeaway. I'm gonna keep saying it. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's like as an adult, I do remember being like, D did I always notice that <laughs> David Bowie is just like, it's a, here, it is, guys. I'm a fucking rock star for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> David, fucking David Bowie. He's 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 great. And I think it's funny that because this was one of my first film memories, and you know, I wasn't listening to a lot of music in my or, like I only knew him as the guy from Labyrinth. Like I knew he was a huge star, but like he was always the guy from Labyrinth yeah, until I was like, like wait a second. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh yeah, he was a really impactful musician. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's not just Jareth 
the Goblin King. You know? <laughs> I prefer him as the Goblin King. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And these songs are great. <laughs> these songs are great. I was actually disappointed that there was only a couple. Yeah. It felt like there. I wanted more, and I typically don't want more music in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. music musicals type thing. I wouldn't even classify this as a musical. Yeah, see, I wouldn't either, which is interesting because he just, just kind of randomly music, has a couple songs. A couple songs that just like pop in that aid, like where we just watched uh, Christmas, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, where that was like only music. Mm-hmm. And I go, too much, guys. Yeah, yeah, a little and too much. And then this music I, was much better, in my yeah. opinion. That was like good music. I really enjoyed it's, it. Well, yeah, it's David Bowie. It's <laughs> fucking, fucking, fucking good. good. Yeah, he's like, pretty good. This is legit good. And I wish there was a few more songs in it that, I don't know, I just liked it. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's funny because like the most popular song I think by far is that dance magic dance yeah. baby slap that baby make him pee like, yeah, uh, I, like thought it <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was make it breathe oh I always thought it was make it pee I thought it was make it slap that baby make him pee slap that baby make him pee make him breathe like you slap a baby when they come out of the womb to like make them breathe really that's what I thought maybe I, I mean I, that makes more sense <laughs> but when I was four I was sure it was make him pee <laughs> make him pee. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and just throwing the baby around. Like, that song really does come out of nowhere. It like, does. He just, he just, like, starts, like, breaking into it. And well, normally that would be like, this is stupid. This is but stupid. But there's some, something magical yeah. that it's David Bowie. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. This is cool. It's 100%. So I knew nothing about this film. Nothing about the film. You said, and when I told my wife, I said, I got to watch this movie. She go, oh. Uh, that's the song that she, because she has sung that uh, Dance Magic with the baby because we have a baby now. And she's sung it before. And she goes, that's a song, like, oh my God, I gotta, we gotta watch this, we gotta watch this. So the only thing I knew about that, this movie was, uh, what power? Power of the uh, voodoo. Power of the voodoo, 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 voodoo. So I go into the movie thinking that this baby has powers, oh. is doing something, is relevant to the story in some way. No. And a, a small criticism, is the baby has is nothing. <laughs> like the baby is almost. The baby's a baby, Keith. The baby, like, I, uh, the. Here's. This, this is gonna transition to my overall criticism. Bring it on. Can I, you ready? <laughs> you ready? <laughs> Segway Kings. Here's my criticism of the film David Bowie is the best part of the film, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I loved every second he was on the screen. He is phenomenal. And I wanna talk about him in a positive way after this is over. Because okay. I can't sing his praises enough, in my opinion, about this film. He's so great that it was a gaping hole within the story as to what his goal is, in mm. my opinion. I've said many times in this program, the, the heroes are only made by, by great villains. Good heroes are made by great villains. And he has the potential to be a great villain, like a great source of conflict. But where the film misses is they did no legwork, no work at all, really, to develop him and his wants, his needs, his motivation. So he just comes in to take this baby, to make the baby a goblin. But why? Solely because she asked? So he's always just waiting for people to ask to get rid of their baby brothers or babies in general? So then he can come take them and make them part of his army, like unwanted babies. Like, why is that a benefit? Why does he need more of an army? Why, like, why is this baby special? And I only say that because going into the film, I was like, oh, this baby has to be special. Because yeah. he wants this baby. This baby's important because he does voodoo or he's got some sort of power that he needs that he's going to harvest. He's going to do... But there is no real groundwork as to why he's evil or what he's being evil about or... What is his goals or wants or desires or needs? And because of that emptiness, 
I think there's a huge hole within the in the film. That's my major that's my major criticism of the story. Okay. I loved it. I yeah, loved it, guys. I really did. Don't patronize. Please, guys. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> I really did, but I loved it so much that I just wanted more. Like I wanted to know more yeah. about this character because I think he was excellent. So I think there's multiple layers there. Sort of like a glass onion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch our glass onion episode. It's blowing up. The rest of the world has. We're <laughs> <laughs> um, So I think I think a yes to an extent. Yes, to an extent. Okay. I think B, I think it's interesting because this is sort of what you said about Queen Bathmorda in Willow. Yeah. So I think that there might be some sort of parallel with just like the fantasy genre and you not liking evil for the sake of evil. Like Correct. these people are, I don't. they're just bad guys. You can tell they're bad guys because he's surrounded by goblins and he kidnaps babies. And she is obviously an evil witch because yeah. she's evil and she's murdered. Like, so that's enough for you. In, in, in certain stories, I would say. So in certain in this genres. Story, it is. Yes, it is. You're right. Because I think C, the most important part, while I will concede that for the sake of well-rounded film storytelling, yes, a villain with clear-cut motivations is important. I think in this instance, particularly, if, if, if the themes of the film, which uh, I think they are, are very Jennifer Connelly-centric, Sarah-centric, and it's about a young woman a, a little girl becoming a young woman and learning about herself. And this guy is really, cause it's not like a literal thing. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's not like a real person. So it's all in her head then? I think. So is that a different, cause that's a different. That's a different conversation. That's a different but conversation. I, like, I still don't disagree with myself, no. but it does shift the conversation I'll say. I think it is in her head. Uh, I think it's, it's about leaving behind your childhood imagination land. Um, and yeah, being an adult and all that comes with that responsibility, uh, taking care of your younger sibling, sort of like a, a kind of sexual awakening because there's like a certain seduction level with the David yeah. Bowie character. Uh, so we, yeah, we could talk, we about, talk about it. But like, so I think that, yes, it's, it's not, it's not, it's almost not important what he's up to because that's not what it's about. I, I, I dislike the argument that, that he's not, it's not about him. It is about him because he, the, heroes and villains work together. They, they work as a balance. It's a seesaw. It's, you can't have one without the other. You can't have a hero without an adversary. You can't. So, so th that's why I always feel like good heroes are made by great villains. Yeah, but that's there a very literal be, like, story Thing that you're talking about. But there, there has to be some something that... He kidnapped a baby. He kidnapped her baby brother. He's a goblin king. He's going to turn the baby into a goblin. I like it's it. like you don't need like a that much more of like a backstory I, or why does he want to do that? I'm not saying it needs or, to know? be like... In, I, would, I personally would like it to be incredibly rich because of how much I enjoy the character. I want to like get to know him more. But my personal preferences aside, I still think you need more than evil for evil's sake. And that's what this film left me at. It could have been literally as simple as, this baby is the key to something. I, I, I take this baby because he, th these babies give well, me strength. They, but, they give me power, they get like just, so, just something where well, I go. Well, build his army. Like, you know, yeah, that's but give me a But give me a line, give me something where it's like, yes, we need another baby for our army and then we'll be able to take over the world. Okay. But then it's like more Something. about that. It's not about that. It's about like an. It's like a very personal journey. 
And so he's almost just like a projection, like a fantasy. Like it's, it doesn't matter what his very specific motives are because it, he only exists as she sees him. I, I just want, I want, I'm, I am so fascinated as a viewer and maybe this is just bleeding into preferences. I personally think like structurally your villains need to have some sort of ethos to them. And I don't think he really does. That's my personal opinion. I can be wrong. I'm stupid. We all know. My, maybe shifting into more of my, my, pref, my preference is I love all these. I love the labyrinth place. I want to know more about that. Where is this? What, what is this? Are we in a new dimension? Are we in a... It's just like right outside our house all of a sudden, and then we're just all of a sudden there. And, but where, why, how? Her imagination, like, sure. But like, I'm, I'm encapsulated by him and his charisma and his... Well, so like, is she. Yeah, like, so that's why I'm just, I have, a, I have a yearning for more of this, and the film doesn't really give it to me. And I yeah. just, and maybe again, that, maybe that's my preference. You should just go watch it, some old David Bowie music videos. It comes videos. from a good place. It comes from a good place because I just want, like, want more of it. I think originally I read that that character, Jareth, wasn't hardly in it at all. Like shows up at the beginning to kidnap the baby himself and then she sees him at the end. And then when they started to talk with Bowie, it was like, well, we got to put a song or two in here. We got to show him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, you know, I think, he, I think he did make it more of what it was originally, like, you know, yeah. than what it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, one of my favorite, while we're kind of talking about it, bridging a little for a gap further, you know what my favorite part of the whole film was? Hmm. Is that the end of the movie, I'm just so used to these Marvel movies, <laughs> where they just lose Those it the only in, the, anymore. in the third act, where he stayed like within his character. Hmm. The end of this movie is not a big lightning fight. Hmm. It's not a magical fight. It's still a mind game. It's... It's, it's, it's intellectual and it's always sort of androgynous and sexy and emotional. And, and he's singing. And he's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's cunning, it's clever. It's like, that's what his power is. His yeah. seduction, his, his forked tongue, his, you know, all that shit is yeah. like why he's so, so special. Just stay here and we'll rule together forever. Like, I do want to say one of the greatest, one of the best lines I've ever heard in cinema history. I want to talk about that too. But fuck, yes, I just that is a great it's line. Fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah, that's a really great. Fucking line. brilliant. Sorry, I <laughs> yeah. want to talk about that too. But like, I just, I, I love that. That's 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 who he was. He was consistent throughout. He never hurt anyone. He tricked people. He charmed people. He he conned people. He like that's that's what he was. Yeah. And it was, it was just refreshing to stay in character. It didn't evolve into some fucking shit he show. Didn't, like, with, turn into a dragon. Yeah, it didn't turn, exactly. It didn't turn into a dragon at the end. It's like, oh, you can just do this now all of a yeah, sudden? Yeah, like, yeah. no, this is this. He's playing mental games with you the whole time. Yeah. And I just loved it. I love he's that. making you question yeah. your sexuality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do I love him? Yeah. <laughs> or discover your sexuality, as the case may be, for this young girl. So I just, I, I think, it, I just, I, I, I loved it. That was the best part of the movie. It was, it was the end. Yeah. Was, was the end, in my opinion. And that's never the case with It's never the case with like current right. movies. Yeah. You go like, even if you like two acts, you're like, this fucking third Yeah, yeah it's going to be gonna bad. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. it's, we're going to jump the shark somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, they, they 90% do. of the time they do. Yeah. So I loved it. Yeah. Well, tell us about that line that you loved. Oh, man, if I could remember it verbatim, I hope I don't butcher it. Do you remember it? It's something like, Just fear me. Love me. Do as I say, and I will be your slave. Yeah, it's so... It's, it's fucking <laughs> brilliant. It's really nice. It's, it's, it's great because 
Every villain is the hero in their own story. So for him to say, I'll be your slave. And all you have to do is do everything do I everything say. Do everything I say. It still puts him as the nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It presents him as the hero yeah. still. It still preserves him of any wrongdoing. Like no, what I'm asking for isn't bad. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm gonna giving, I'm going to be yeah. your slave. Yeah. That to me is. <laughs> in exchange, you just worship you me. You worship me in every way. Like th- that, that nuance is fucking brilliant. I can't, I can't tell you how impressed I was with that singular line. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And it brilliantly constructed from top to bottom, yeah. in my opinion. It's like it the great. perfect line. Yeah, it is great. I turned to Monique's uh, on this recent rewatch, and I was like, "Ah, that's nice." That's like, yeah, I, 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 nice I loved it. That's a great line. Yeah. I wish I could write something that intelligent. Yeah, I have many times. Mm. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> have you to... seen All Between Us? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, so that was your big complaint. That was my big complaint. What, what are, do you what? have any complaints? I do. I'd love um, to hear them. I love negative Nancy over here. Like, uh, they're, they're pretty small. They're pretty small. Little nitpicks. I think the biggest, my biggest thing is, and I think this was partially why when I was a kid, I was like, this is a girl thing, is... Uh, <laughs> He's I th- sexist. I, I think Sarah sucks. Like, as, like, as like a character Especially or a at the beginning. You really wanted to talk to me, didn't you? Practically broke down the door. I mean, she's a monster at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I, she's, it, but it's very so over the top. It's very it's like, unlikable. Like, decision. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> like just like her, her whole performance. I much. hate that. I hate that. I hate you. I hate you. And it's just like, God damn, girl. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, isn't that great? Like, yeah, like you're, no wonder your stepmom does not like you because you are awful. Like, you are a nightmare. <laughs> the only person who's ever sided with the stepmom in a, in a children's movie of Duran, ladies and gentlemen. No, she is just rough. Like, she's, they're really, and I, and, I, and I can see that, you know, it helps for the arc. Like, it's supposed to portray her as a very spoiled brat. We were worried about I you. I can't do anything right, can I? Because she's naive and, and childish and stupid. And by the end, she's come full circle yeah, and she's yeah, gone through puberty. It's a bit much, <laughs> but she comes through her journey. Yeah. So, yeah, I always thought that she was uh, uh, kind of dumb. And then, I, and then I, I remember thinking that Jennifer Connelly's performance is really bad. But then on the rewatch, I was like, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Also, <laughs> she's 15 yeah. and it's her first movie ever. Yeah. I, but I think she's so annoying at the beginning, so maybe that's a good thing. But I, I just don't think her delivery when she's being whiny is that great. As the film goes and she kind of gets some confidence and she develops into herself, I think she does pretty good. But that, 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 that first 15 minutes with her is just like, this sucks. Yeah, because it's it's almost like unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to, like, it's it's almost too far. Like, my, yeah. I remember watching, I was like, this is... I don't know if it's writing, I don't know if it's directing, I don't know if it's performing, but whatever it is, it's too much. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. It, I, I, I not to the that. correct, not to the right amount. Because yeah, I yeah. know you wanted to be bratty, but this is just, like, you're taking me out of it because yeah, yeah. she's so, like, <laughs> is she psychotic? Like, does <laughs> yeah. she need medicine? This is pure. Like, this is this really is a little insane. Little I, I, that I agree with. And then little smaller nitpicks are when she uh, falls into the hand pit, which is a really cool visual, yeah. like a, one of a million it's great so things. It's so great. It's so great. And they go up or down. She goes, I guess, down. I it's was like, furious at that what, too. What? I said, what are you doing? You always go up. You 100% always go up. You what? know what's up. Yeah. It, it's outside. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the and way you, you can see everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... Well, I guess because I'm pointed this way, I guess I'll go that down. Stupid. She chose down. She chose down. She chose down. Did you understand the riddle? 
No, I've never understood it. I like, because she, as soon as she goes like one layer in, I'm like, my brain's like, <laughs> like that's not for me. Me and my wife like worked it like after. Oh, that's funny. Like we like went through it and yeah. we, and like, it makes sense. It, it's really difficult to understand, but now I kind of understand it. Yeah. I'm not going to try to explain it now. Yeah. Go Google it and you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's... laughs> but it's, they, they, they sort of just like two positives equal a negative sort yeah. of. It's probably or some two like negatives old, it's probably positive. some like classic philosophical yeah exercise. but it's true i mean yeah. it is accurate I mean, yeah. so it's like i think it's two negatives will will create the like it's the opposite of two but negatives. how'd she get it wrong then because she walked no she got door. it right that's the thing she got that's what people misconception is she got it correct so she entered in but then she fell down this trap door which was separate there anyways yes well, that's kind of weird which is weird because i think it throws people off yeah it should reward her it should reward her because right that was the point choice. but she just but the point is she didn't die gotcha because sudden death was the the other oh right? it was like this behind way this door behind this door death. is sudden death and behind this door is yeah. not death the so she doesn't die oubliant is a great word it is a great it's, word it's a real it's a real it's word it's a very fun word oubliant. oh what does it mean I have to it, it means like it means like an uh, like an old cavern or cell underneath of a castle like in the, like it really is like yeah it's part of castles oh there you go yeah it's really yeah. a beautiful word and then the other little nitpick is i always hate that when they get the bog of eternal stench, which is another great, so funny, great concept. So, like, so what a brilliant concept for kids. For too. kids, yeah, it's just you'd be like, that's the worst thing in the world. It's so perfect because because that's what that is what I feel like kids kids movie kids centric movie used to do really well is toe that line between something that kids are gonna find fucking hysterical, like the kids are gonna love that, yeah. and then I laugh too, like I go, that's, that's funny, but also still threatening. Yeah, because and, that and is like it's, it's funny because there's fart sounds, but it's also like I know I can imagine what that smells like. I I don't want to go to school tomorrow and smell that for the <laughs> rest of my life. Like it's very relatable. It's very yeah. brilliant in that yeah, way. Yeah. So my problem with that scene is when Ludo calls the rocks, he's stepping on them barefoot, and they're coming out of the shit. So, the, so they're covered. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's like if you even step some, because they make such a big deal. Like, yeah, you yeah, even yeah. just get a toe in this yeah, stuff. You'll yeah. smell that forever. And he's walking barefoot across the rocks. At least the others have shoes on, so I'll forgive that. But like that always bothered me. It's like, so Ludo smells bad forever. You've set up these stakes very specifically. It's, it's crazy. No, it's not. It's I, not. I, I get you what you're saying. Bare I, feet. You're right. I'm not saying you're wrong, but. It's a miss. You're a miss. <laughs> the rocks should have at least like floated or can't come down come from somewhere and so they're not like soaked in the shit yeah I get your point I get it's your point it's just a little thing it's also, I've thought it since I was a kid sure you're very he, he like he steps on it and I remember being like five being like no, no. like no. you've just told me that this is a yeah, problem yeah, yeah. I, you're, so. yeah I get it yeah, thank I, you I get it I don't agree but I get it I get what your point is no, I mean there's not anything to agree or disagree with it is just correct <laughs> <laughs> that's every conversation with every. there's nothing to agree or disagree there I am correct accurate and there is inaccurate <laughs> and my point is accurate sure sure um, I want another nitpick which uh, is the is the obviously horrible one area of special effects which is those fiery those fire dancers when they break into their song and it's like horrible green screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like was that's awesome. and I, I was even reading like Jim Henson hated how that turned out, but liked the song. <laughs> it's like, but the this song is worth it, and these characters are fun. <laughs> but which is true, that song is great. Yeah. Um, but they were trying to like kill her, right? Or they were trying to like, like they were like bad off. people, right? Yeah, they were threats. I was wondering why at the end they show up. And yeah, they're yeah, there. That's I'm what like, what they said too. Like, were yeah. they trying to kill her? And they're like, yeah. I don't think they were trying to kill her. They just thought like that's how you that's socialize. Like fun. That's how you. Yeah, do we all pull our heads off. off. And because they're like, hey, how come her head don't come off? <laughs> Their voices were a little, uh, 
There were, you know, it's like, uh, I, this uh -oh. is an interesting conversation. No, no, it's just like a little stereotypical. It's like, oh, so these are all black dudes. Like, you can just tell these are black people <laughs> in this part, and they're talking like a certain way, and then there's other characters where it's like, oh, this person's... Excuse me, stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> just hang loose, blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the med side. Well, no, but it's like, it's just an interesting thing to, like, think about, where, because I remember Star Wars got in trouble for the prequels a, a while back, because, like, they had these these characters, these aliens that are very alienish, but they had like like really like narrow eye visors on, and they were all voiced by like obviously Asian performers. Yeah. What is going on down there? We lost the transmission, sir. There's like a lot of that kind of thing where it's like, oh yeah, well we have different races or creatures or species. We want to separate their voices, voices. Yeah, but then yeah. you end up like like because it's not just like oh these are these voices all sound like black people these voices all sound like black americans from brooklyn <laughs> doing a very specific accent so then it starts to be like this kind of weird thing because then they start using like the slang of these different things, and then that's like okay now we're we're, we're getting into a, a different air arena you're only allowed to throw your own head yeah, that's right Come on. this is all in 1986 when you could do anything not a concern and, and, and uh, perhaps should not be now because it's not like anybody's trying to be yeah, I don't, it's well intentioned. Yeah. I don't think anything is accidental. Malicious. Yeah, yeah, but I just mean like it's 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 more noticeable now than sure. ever. Sure, uh, but everything is, no, worse. everything yeah, is yeah, more yeah, noticeable yeah. now. Speaking, great segue here. Speaking, God, we are killing it. I just love the segues. <laughs> the, <laughs> don't do it. Don't, I almost, don't do it. I almost did. Don't, almost sprayed it's, everywhere. It's not necessary. <laughs> and speaking of also not being necessary, <laughs> the I like the song. <laughs> But that dream sequence when she forgets, like she bites the peach and she forgets. And then she goes to the Eyes Wide Shut Party. Eyes Wide Shut Party. Yeah. Watch out party. Yeah. And it's a very sexual or sensual type song. Mm -hmm. and all, Beautiful and it, song. And it's a great, I, like, I do like the song. And she looks a lot older. Yeah. And there's a lot of older women. Mm -hmm. And David Bowie's being his very sexual kind of self. Mm -hmm. And I go, is he grooming her now at this point? Like what, like, that felt out of place in today's lens. It stuck out of me. Like, because I didn't know what the point, like the point back then. Because I, today it's just like, oh, he's trying to fuck her. Like that's that's the only thing that was coming to my mind. Like, I'm gonna seduce you with my peach. You've tasted a bit bite my forbidden fruit. Mm -hmm. You're in my world now. This is welcome. Like you're they, and now you look. They drugged you. Yeah, they drugged you. You're you look older, like you're yeah. because you're aging. You're like this is a more. Woman like adult nature now in yeah. my world. Like that's all I kept thinking about. And I go, this is inappropriate because she's, well, how old is she, 10, 12? Like what is how she's old? 16. Still inappropriate, because he's 60? Like, not how in old Jersey, is he? remember? I mean, we yeah, didn't discuss. Thank you, The Watcher, for telling us <laughs> yeah. the, the, the do's and don'ts <laughs> of New Jersey law and statutory rape. Um, watch The Watcher episode. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't, so that's how I interpret it today. And I go, that makes me un a little uncomfortable. But what was the intent back then? I mean, I I, uh, I think the intent back I'm then. I'm gonna have a cookie while you. Yeah, yeah. As I as I stammer, uh -huh. I'm gonna have a cookie Please. while you struggle. Yeah, go ahead. So tell me about um, the yeah, sexual politics of uh, <laughs> young people. Um, I mean, I think the point is like I don't think you can go without it because that is like it is a big part of her maturation. And like becoming yeah, a, it's part a young, of the story, woman. like her growth, because yeah. she does ultimately remember. She turns the corner, and I yeah. think is now old, like more mature from it. For sure. Like I get the point of this, that point, but why so sexual? 
Well, what's funny and interesting, and much to David Bowie's credit, who uh, just gets cooler and cooler, is I've read, I've read, and then Monique actually told me even further that the original version had a kiss, where in that scene he kisses her, and Bowie said no, and That's said this nice. is not, which is very great foresight yeah, by a rock God. star. Thank, in 1985, where you might not expect to see great yeah. foresight. Like, You'd be like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, You put in like Axl Rose. I was or, just going to say Slash. Yeah. I was going to say Slash. <laughs> put in one of the guys from White Snake. Yeah. And be like, we're going to do a lot more in Kiss. Yeah. Uh, but no, so I think he, he, he called that off and scaled it back a little bit. I think it's more like, you know, it, it's, it's, it has to be a little sexual because that's part of her growing up. Like, I think that's the point, is that, like, she's avoiding this seduction by this seductive older man who's, who's, like, offering her the world, offering her her dreams, but it's all a facade, because you're you're a princess now. You look gorgeous. You can come rule with me. All of these people, you know, this is your world. Like, that's the point, I think. And she she overpowers that. She she sees through the bullshit. Fair. Sure. Sure. I, I get it. I, I guess in hindsight, if I make that now, like maybe, maybe I give the illusion of like a more age appropriate ma- boy. Like I'm like a puppet master, like behind. Maybe, but then I, I think a, a point was that maybe Monique made, or maybe I read somewhere too, is that like, you know, that there's like that that that's kind of a part for a lot of young like young girls going through that period in their life. Is there 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 for a lot of them there can be some like older men. Like confusion about attraction to older people. If, the, if 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 Jareth was a nineteen year old, it's not quite as like jarring. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, when I was little, I had crushes on older because yeah. you just don't fully understand. I had crushes on Jennifer Connelly in uh, Rocketeer. Let's do Rocketeer. Let's do Rocketeer. That movie. That movie. <laughs> that was my eyes wide shut. That party. was your. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I remember that movie. I was like being like five, six, sweating oh, in the theater, being like, what, what am I feeling? Oh, what am I? What's happening? <laughs> this, this annoying girl from the lab is changing the way I feel about the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a huge crutch on my third grade teacher. Like, not age appropriate, but, mm. and I didn't even probably even understand what it meant. What was his name? Why would there be something wrong with that? I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. I just asked why you cackling? <laughs> His name was Jareth. <laughs>